Howdy folks, you're listening to Smarticus Tells History, the podcast where we discuss some of the wacky and crazy stories your friends may have told you. So sit down, have a beer or two, and let's learn a thing or two. Welcome back to the show folks, as always, I'm your host, Smarticus. This week's episode of Smarticus Tells History is about a little girl who helped a creature in need. It is widely accepted that the poem we all know and learned about when we were children is based on this little girl. That little girl's name was Mary Sawyer, and that little creature, well, it was a lamb in a little old town known as Sterling, Massachusetts. It is widely accepted that the poem we all know and learned when we were children, and Mary had a little lamb, is based on a kind gesture of a little girl who helped a creature in need. Now, Mary was born in 1806. However, in 1815, when she was only nine years old, she was helping her father with the farm chores. Her and her father had discovered a sick lamb that appeared to be a newborn that was in a sheep's pen, abandoned by its mother. However, after Mary had done a lot of groveling and pleading, he agreed to let Mary care for the creature, though he doubted that it would survive the week. Well, Mary went to work immediately nursing that lamb to good health. The following morning, the lamb was able to stand thanks to Mary's hard work that evening. Now, not long after that lamb was able to stand, its health began to improve rather quickly. Mary recalls in a letter that she wrote sometime in the 1880s that from as soon as that lamb learned to walk and drink milk, it would follow her everywhere she went. Now, the exact day of this next portion is a little unclear, but one day little old Mary was on her way to school with her brother when they noticed that the lamb happened to be following them. Apparently, they just let the lamb come along and even helped the little lamb across a stone fence that the lamb would not have been able to cross without their help. Their school was just one of those old-timey one-room schoolhouses called the Redstone School. Once they arrived, Mary actually snuck in the little lamb, concealed her under her desk, and covered it with a blanket. It is recorded that when Mary's teacher had actually called on Mary to go over to her portion of the lesson, that the lamb came out from under that blanket and followed Mary all the way up the aisle in the classroom. Mary's teacher shooed out the lamb, where it had waited until lunch when Mary had taken it home. The following day, a fellow classmate of Mary's by the name of John Rollstone, whom was a year or two older, gave Mary a note with a poem he had written on it. It happened to contain the events of the previous day. The poem reads, Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. It followed her to school one day, which was against the rule. It made the children laugh and play to see the lamb at school. And so the teacher turned it out, but still it lingered near and waited patiently about till Mary did appear. That poem would later on become the nursery rhyme that we grew up with. Now this lamb did grow up to four years old and had three lambs of its own. However, it was later unfortunately killed by one of the family's cows. And soon after that, the young man who had written the poem about Mary's lamb, Rollstone, whom by then was a freshman at Harvard, had also suddenly died at the age of 17. Now this version of the story is only one of three. The main controversy between the virgins revolves around the poem itself, not necessarily the events. You see, in 1830, Sarah Josepha Hale, whom was a notoriously famous writer and editor in her time, wrote a series of children's books. One of those books, called Poems for Our Children, contained the poem about Mary's little lamb, with three extra stanzas. Mary had wrote later on that she had actually confronted Sarah about the poem. According to Sarah, her version was based on a fictional incident and it was just something that she had made up. However, of course, she had heard the poem before from somewhere. As it would happen, the residents of Sterling and Newport, New Hampshire, where Sarah was raised, 
began arguing about how the poem came to be. This argument would continue for years, all the way to 1920, which was long after both Mary and Sarah were long dead. In 1920, Henry Ford himself, the man who revolutionized the auto industry and assembly line, got involved. He apparently agreed with Mary's side of the story, bought the old schoolhouse that the event had actually taken place in, and moved it to Sudbury, Massachusetts, where he would publish a book about Mary Sawyer and her lamb. The third version is the least likely to be true as it involves a woman by the name of Mary Hughes who lived in Wales. She was in fact rumored to be the subject of the poem supposedly by a woman from London named Miss Burles. However, the main issue here is that Mary Hughes wasn't born until 1842, 12 years after Hale's poem was published. Now, as we all know, that the poem itself became alive all on its own after some music was added to it. It is now a world-renowned nursery rhyme that we all grew up with that began in the mid-1800s. As a matter of fact, the poem itself became the first audio recording in history when Thomas Edison recited it on his newly invented phonograph in 1877 to see if his new machine had actually worked or not. And if you were ever in Sterling, Massachusetts, you can actually visit a statue of the famous little lamb right in town, and even a restored version of Mary's home. Unfortunately, the original version was burned to the ground by arsonists back in 2007. Mary's descendants even farm the same land that gave birth to the most famous nursery rhyme in the entire world to this very day. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and if you have heard any wacky and crazy stories that you want told here, you can go to our Facebook page at Smarticus Tales History and leave a comment. Now, with that being said, I'll see you next time, and you guys have a wonderful, fantastic, and awesome day. Bye now.